what's up you guys i'm angel the stranger and welcome to my podcast the stranger sessions real quick before we start i just wanted to make sure you guys know that you have the freedom to have your own opinions and convictions i'm just here to share what i believe what i've learned and what i've found in the bible if you could please leave me a review on apple podcasts and if you'd like to contact me head over to my website thestrangersessions.com I post every Wednesday at 12 p.m. on my podcast and whenever I feel like it on my website. But there's a lot of posts on there, so go check that out. Um, Otherwise, live differently and enjoy another session. Okay, hi guys. Today I have a guest. And I've had this guest before. It's Gracie Clark from the Teen Talk Show. Hi, Gracie. Hi, everybody. How are you? I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, I'm just really excited to be back on the podcast. Yeah, I'm excited, too. I feel like the audio is better today, too. Hmm. Yeah. I hope so. Um, But today, we're going to be talking about prayer. And Gracie and I have both already had an episode on prayer. But this prayer prayer episode is going to be just a little bit different. Um, So instead of talking like, about the power of prayer, um, as I have in my session. What did you talk about when you did the prayer episode, Gracie? My episode was called The Power of Prayer, and it was um, my friend Peyton and I, we talked about how she went to a prayer like group, and she got healed 100% from her gluten-free, dairy-free. Um, she literally couldn't eat anything like most stuff would make her so sick and she went to a prayer room and she was completely healed and now she can eat whatever she wants and so that was a really cool story um so that's what I talked about but it sounds like we're gonna have a different perspective of prayer today so yeah I remember that one yeah um yeah so today we're gonna be talking a little bit more about like why is it hard? Why is it so difficult to pray? Why is it so difficult to like make yourself a habit of praying? And like, how should we pray? So, um, should I get started? Go for it. Okay. So, I'm I'm honestly still learning to pray. Like, I I've always prayed, and I've like prayed before I ate and things like that. But I've been trying to find a way that really, like, helps me to have a conversation with God, you know? Yeah. Um, but it, I've always found it really difficult because I always get distracted and I start thinking about um, just anything that comes to mind. And I I get overwhelmed by the amount of things that I know I should pray for. But, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I understand. Totally. So... I'm honestly still trying to find um, my way here, but I have a few things to talk about in this area. Um, I've tried a few different ways of praying, like, you know, how you would, like, write a letter to God Mm -hmm. or, um, like, even pray out loud instead of in your mind because I feel like it sorts things out better. Um. What what do you like what do you do when you pray? Do you just like speak to him in your mind? Like what works best for you? Well, uh I find myself getting most like distracted and lost is when I'm like 
praying out loud or in my mind, I have a hard time sorting through those thoughts um, and keeping my prayer centered in the same time. Sorry if you hear my little sister come in this room because I hear her calling my name. Anyway, um, but I find it's best when I write stuff out. So um, I'll just grab a sheet of paper and I'll write prayer and then I'll write the date and then um, I'll go through and I'll title each thing that I'm praying for. So um, my adoration section, my uh, petition section, my Thanksgiving section and my people section. And I go through and I give myself a list of each of these different sections. So my adoration, like I'm just praising God for who he is like, Lord, you are so great. Lord, you're so powerful. And I just write these things down and then I pray them out loud. Um, and then Thanksgiving, like, Lord, thank you for my house. Thank you for my life. Thank you for the freedom to read my Bible. Thank you for my podcast. Thank you for my friends. And then, um, you know, my petition, Lord, I just, I'm not feeling very good right now. My soul is uneasy. I feel just not at rest. Give me peace, Lord. And then people where I'll go through and pray for a certain person that I met at the grocery store or someone who's reached out to me is like, hey, I really need some prayer right now. And I'll just pray for them. And I feel like that is one of the best ways that I find that I can stay focused in prayer because when I'm praying out loud, I just get really lost in my thoughts yeah. and, you know, things just like keep coming out and I'm not really focusing on what Christ has to say and what I have to say to him. And it, I just get really distracted and it's not a healthy way. And I feel like after I pray like that, it's, it's not successful. I just always feel like it's so hard to like close my eyes and just like focus on God. Like that is really hard for me. And sometimes, you know, I need that. I need that moment where I'm just, I don't know what to say and I'm just crying and I just like, I will speak to him out loud. But most of the time for just like everyday prayer, I like to write it down so I can just have a conversation with him. Yes, it takes a little bit longer to write everything down and pray it, but it really helps me visualize what I'm supposed to be thankful for, what I'm praising God for, uh, what I need and uh, what Christ can help me with. And then people I should be praying for. And so that, that just really helps me focus out my thoughts and figure out, you know, this is what I should be praying for. This is this part. This is that part. And then pray each part of that. So that's how I do it. Yeah, I've definitely tried that before, but I have the, so I have a couple of people that the list has been growing lately. I used to have like one person that I prayed for daily and like anytime I thought of them, but now I have quite a handful of those people. Um, and I kind of get overwhelmed because I, I, I don't know. I just like, there's just so much to pray for. There's like the government and like people that are um, in charge of the country. And then the countries that are like suffering and Christians in other countries and people in other countries. And then our country. And that's just one section of like my prayer and so that takes me such a long time to go over, like, all these things. And it would stress me out, honestly. And, but my mom, I was talking to her a couple days ago, and I wanted to tell you guys this. Um, but she was telling me that it's better if you just pray for, like, two minutes. Like, like an honest prayer that you're not stressed out about it. You're just like, Lord, thank you for all the blessings. 
Thank you for forgiveness. Please help me today and protect me. Amen. And and it's better. God appreciates that better than you stressing out and like trying to fit all the subjects in, in like, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Or like see praying as a chore because I've been there and it wasn't that long ago that I felt like praying was just a chore that I needed to get done because I'm a Christian. But now I realize, you know, God really wants to hear what you have to say to him. He wants you to ask him things like, obviously God knows everything we need. And yeah. He, he knows what he needs to supply for us. Um, but I think he still wants us to acknowledge those things and be like, God, I really need this because when we pray, we are able to see those prayers answered. Yeah. Cause if we don't pray, you know, and also, even if we know that God knows that we need something, he still wants us to ask, right? Right. So I have a example for this. And a lot of the time I've just, because I've had such a tough time learning how to pray. Um, when I read this, I was surprised because um, in Luke 11, it says, and it came to pass, this is verse one. That as he was praying in a certain place, when he seized one of his disciples, said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, which is what I say all the time. Um, and then it says, as John also taught his disciples, but moving on. And he said unto them, when ye pray, say, our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done as in heaven, so in earth. Give us day by day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So, like, how long do you think I read the prayer that he just prayed at? Like, 30 seconds? Yeah. And that's his example. Like, he didn't say, stand. like, he didn't say you have to pray for an hour every right. day. Like. My mom was like, because I was like, but Daniel, he, he prayed three times a day. And my mom was like, you know what, though? Some people just have the gift of praying. They just have the gift. They're able to pray for people for hours. And mm-hmm. then some people just don't. And it's not necessary, right? Right. I feel like that's a lie that some people fall into a trap. Because, like, you know, sometimes like pastors and people make it portrayed like if you want to have a relationship with God, a healthy relationship with God, you need to be praying a lot. And I feel like that's a lie because Christ, he, he wants to know us. He wants to know our hearts and he already does know our hearts and he wants us to pray to him. But, you know, we can't fall into the lie of we need to talk to him for hours and hours and hours on him. Because he already knows our hearts. Just a simple, like, dear Lord, I love you. I'm really struggling today. I just pray that you would give me strength to get through this day. I'm really stressed, Lord. Just give me peace. Amen. Like, he knows that what we're going through is hard. And sometimes what we're feeling is so lacking. And I feel like that's sometimes where, you know, speaking in tongues comes in and stuff like that. But, you know, we get lost in the fact that, People always say, you need to have this strong relationship with Christ by praying and reading the Bible. And sometimes we feel like, one sec, Paigey. I'm sorry. Uh, one sec, Paige. Thank you. 
okay, goodbye. Okay, anyway, but we get in this trap of, you know, we need to pray all the time. And that is what gives us a healthy relationship with Christ. If we pray all the time. But Christ, he, he, um, he appreciates the little prayers too. You know, it's not that he just favors the prayers that go on forever and ever. Not that I'm saying he doesn't appreciate those, but he does appreciate the little prayers. And some people, like me and Angel, like it's, it's hard for us to find words to say or, you know, we get distracted easily. And, you know, Christ still appreciates the little prayers, even if it's not super long and eccentric and uses big words. And, um, you know, we're just having a big emotional relationship with Christ by praying. You know, even if it's not that, he still appreciates those little prayers. Yeah, it's like, like to use an example, but it's kind of more down to earth. Like, Gracie and I, like, when she texts me, like, a little text like, hey, how are you doing? I really appreciate that. Like, it makes my day just to know that she was thinking of me. And I don't need her to send me this long text that lasts like the whole entire phone screen that is like, hello, I hope you were having a fantastic day. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just appreciate the little thought that she put in. It's just like, hey, girl, what's up? Like, that just, you know, it makes my day. And God never tells us. Thou shalt pray for two hours a day. Or, right. I don't I don't remember even seeing God mention like that you need to pray about everything like at once. No. You just I I really actually kind of like outlined the subjects that Jesus went over in this example prayer that he gave us. And he just acknowledges God as somebody superior and somebody mighty, you know. And yeah. then he asks for God's will to be done um, on earth. And then he um, asks the Lord uh, for things that he needs, uh, the daily bread, um, mm -hmm. and for forgiveness and protection. Like, it's just simple. It's very simple. And he doesn't say you have to, you know, spend a bunch of time in prayer. Because oftentimes when I just pray, like, before I had this conversation with my mom, I like I would feel guilty that I didn't spend more time, like, you know, telling him things. But also, I felt guilty because I feel like I always repeat the same thing about the people that I want to get saved and please help with my podcast um, and change me. You know, I just feel like I always say the same things. What if I always texted Gracie the same exact message? Like, I just kind of was lost on regarding like how to pray but then my mom told me like she's just like you don't have to you don't have to mention every single thing that you need in one prayer she tells me that she in the day when something pops into her head she just prays about it you do that I mean I do that too yeah like you yeah. probably do it too so mm -hmm. really it's not like we only sit when we sit down to pray it's not like that's the only time we ever talk to god like during the day i'll just be like oh oh lord please help me with this test or like oh protect right. us as we drive to the grocery store the roads are icy you know that kind yeah. of thing so i mean jesus gave us a really great example and it's really easy and my pastor always says this about things he says we have a hard time accepting like 
things, whether it be salvation, usually it's about salvation. But in this case, also, we have a hard time accepting it because it, it's too easy. We feel like it needs to be more difficult for us to do it, right? Yeah. Like we, Otherwise, it's not like we're not good enough. But yeah. it's not us, it's Jesus. So, I don't know, you probably get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And in Matthew 7, 7, it says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And the one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be open. And God is always waiting with open arms. Whether your prayers are super long and use lots of words. And um, I'm trying to think of the verse where it talks about, like, don't pray like the hypocrites. I know. I was thinking about that one, too. I was, I'm, I'm like, where did I read that? But, uh, you know, it doesn't – we don't have to be some big, eccentric type of prayer. Like, it can just be a simple, Lord, I love you. Bless me today. Thank you for your goodness. And that could be it. Amen. Like, I just got- it doesn't even have to be anything super big. I got the verse. Where is it? It's Matthew. um, Yeah, and it was Matthew something. (laughs) Six. I think six. Yeah. Yes, how to pray. Eight. Uh, No, seven. But when you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. See? So, yeah, it's actually more of a negative to God because we don't really have that much to pray about. Like, we just continue repeating things. And so. Yeah. And also it says, like, when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites because they love to pray standing in the synagogues. And I know I've struggled with this before, too, where, uh, you know, we'll be out in a restaurant and I'm like, let's pray. And, you know, I start to feel like I start to look selfish and like, hey, guys, look at me. We're a Christian family. We're praying. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if everybody else falls into that trap, but I totally do. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, we don't have to be super eccentric about it because – you know, the Bible talks about how Christ, uh, it's in chapter 9, um, but talks about, you know, how he's a father from uh, in the dark. See, like in Matthew 10, verse 27, it says, What I tell you in the dark, speak in the light. What you hear in a whisper, proclaim on the housetops. But then it talks about, like, your father is the one who brought you into this earth in the dark and he is the Christ um, who lives like just behind the shadows. He just, he's there, but he's, um, he's watching over us, but he's not someone that you can see that you can feel that you can touch, but he's still there. He's omnipresent. And I think it's really cool that like, we don't have to, to have this super big eccentric prayer. Like, Hey everybody, look at me. I'm praying to God. Like, (laughs) you know, it can just be simple. And I think it's really nice to know, like, you know, prayers don't have to be crazy. It can just be simple. Simple is easy because I mean, Christ, like he's complex, but he's also simple. Like the way he puts stuff in the Bible, it's simple. And, um, I think it's really beautiful to know that, that Christ is simple and, um, pretty straightforward that we don't have to pray like crazy heathens because we have Christ. Yeah. And and another thing, uh, Romans eight twenty six. I quote from Romans eight all the time. Like my favorite verses are in Romans eight. Uh, but, and I keep discovering new ones in there. 
Isn't that yeah. Weird? Anyways, it's the best. Um, yeah, Romans eight twenty six says, "Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities." By the way, I read King James version, and I won't stop, even though it's like old English. Um, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. So, like that verse says that when we don't know what to say, this Holy Spirit, like makes intercession um for us yeah so even when we don't even know what to pray god already knows what we need and god already has the holy spirit who is telling god what we need and so you know even when we don't know what to pray we are still being prayed for Um, yeah and i think that's amazing because it's just like an assurance Mm -hmm. to know that yeah so let's talk a little bit about why is it so hard to pray in do you want to start off in that subject um i don't actually know why it is so hard to pray i feel like if you really think about it like i don't know why it should be so hard to pray like god makes it so simple for us to communicate to him and he makes it simple for him to communicate to us but I feel like we make it really hard to pray to him well, because our own, like, desires come in the way and our thoughts and um, our actions and things like that. Well, that's really close to my point. Uh, basically, what you're saying is that our flesh really gets in the way of the spirit because yeah. when we pray, it's a spiritual thing. It's our spirit going before God and asking him for the things we need and things like that. But our flesh, it's unnatural for it. It doesn't want to do it. So it's really a spiritual battle. Same with reading your Bible. For me, I had to, you know, train my body and my, well, my flesh into sitting down and taking the time to read my Bible, even though it's not the most interesting book. And then I realized that actually it probably is the most interesting book. But at first, before my body or my flesh was not trained, my spirit was weak, meaning that it was really hard, and it's hard yeah. and it's hard to pray. So it takes training. It's like doing push-ups. Like when you just start out, you know, you're like, "Why is it so hard?" My brain wants to do push-ups, but my arms are dying. You know? Yeah. So we gotta work those muscles that are is actually our spirit until we have enough strength to pray and read the bible like we need to obviously it's not us but it's christ in us that strengthens us um but if you don't train if you don't practice right you're not going to get any better yeah so that's kind of just an explanation of why it is hard and i have a verse about that matthew twenty six forty one. this was not exactly the exact circumstance but jesus was praying uh, this was in the Garden of Gethsemane when he was in agony before he was uh, taken to be crucified. Um, Matthew twenty six forty one. Let me find it. Uh, watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So the spirit is willing, but the flesh is battling the spirit. And I cannot wait for the day that we go to heaven and the flesh is... Be, like behind us in the past and all that is left is the spirit yeah so yeah 
Well, I think that's probably about all the time we've got for today. Um, anything else to add, though, Gracie? No, I, I think you covered that really well. Thank I you. noticed, like, um, like, I'll be wanting to do something, like, um, like you know, in the future, how uh, the Bible says, like, Christians are going to be persecuted. Yeah. Like, my spirit is like, heck yeah, I want to die for Jesus Christ. And <laughs> my, my body's like, uh, you might want to recheck yourself. And, like, there's always doubt. And I really hate that the devil just, like, comes in there and he's like, hey, I'm just going to plant this little tiny seed of doubt in you. And you are not going to be able to figure out how to get over that. Like, I want to be a disciple for Christ. And I want to be a like a light and even if it means that I might lose my life because of it like the bible says um I'll flip to it but um you know yeah we need to be that light um let me find it I totally it's in Matthew yeah another it's verse Matthew, in Matthew. it's a little bit Matthew 10 it, something it's um no no, yeah, no here it is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh you got uh, Matthew 10 39 says anyone who finds his life will lose it and anyone okay. who loses his life will find it because of me and I was like when I read that verse I was just like oh lord you are totally speaking to me right now because mm-hmm. like our spirit is like you know I'm thriving in the word I know what Christ has set before me and yes like it's gonna be hard but I'm ready and then my mind's like I don't think I'm ready I'm gonna have a mental breakdown I don't think I can do this and there's just always that fear and that doubt but Christ yeah. has not given us the spirit of fear but the power of a sound mind and we don't have to worry because you know Christ is given us his power we have freedom in Christ we have power in Christ we have like a shield of protection around us and even if that shield doesn't look like physical protection it's it's spir- there man it's spiritual protection it's against there. what the devil has in store for those who don't follow Christ and so um i just think it's important to know like yeah my my spirit's ready to fight for Christ, but my flesh is weak, but I'm not going to let that overcome what Christ has set before me, what Christ has destined for me to do. If that means like being persecuted for him, then so be it. And doubt is not going to allow that to stop what God has in store. So, yeah. And Matt, um, and Philippians four thirteen says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yeah. So we know that we'll be strengthened. Like for you, <laughs> you have a little seed of doubt. I have a little seed of fear. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Keep talking. I have just a little like seed of fear in my heart when it comes to those kinds of things. Um, but yeah, so it's probably different for people, but I know that if it comes to that, if it comes to the point where I need to, do something really difficult for the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that the Lord will be with me and strengthening me. So. Yeah. And then in Philippians one twenty one, it says, For me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. Now, if I live on in the flesh, this needs fruitful work for me, and I don't know which one I should choose. I am torn between the two, and I long to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. But to me... In the flesh is more necessary for your sake. Since I'm persuaded of this, I know that I'll remain and continue with all of you for your progress and joy and faith. And so that because of my coming to you, your boasting in Jesus Christ may abound. And, um, you know, just at the beginning, like, 
to live is Christ and to die is gain. And, um, you know, we aren't really living till we have Christ within us. You know, we aren't living a life. We're just kind of, we have no purpose. You know, life isn't life without a purpose. And so we aren't really living until we have Jesus Christ. And so when in Matthew it says, like, those who die will find me. And I think it's just like, it's such beautiful imagery to know, like, we don't have to live in the things of this world to know that God's got our backs. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. All right. I'm going to close this out now. Um, Thank you for listening, you guys. Remember to go check out Greasy's podcast, which is like my main podcast. Um, It's called The Tea Talk Show with Gracie Clark. Um, And she also has a a blog, right? Yes, I do. Yeah, I do. Um, I just launched it. Well, again, I guess I didn't just. I launched it in June of of last year. um, And I'm trying to grow it back up because when I first started the podcast out, we had a blog. And then me and my co-host kind of broke apart. um, And I deleted the blog with her. Um, So that blog disappeared. And so I relaunched a blog. Um, So that's teamteentalk.wix.com slash godblog. Um, so go check that out. I've got a couple um, new posts up. I'm going to do correlating blog posts with the podcast episodes. And I also have a Bible study sheet up there. So you can print that out and do the Bible study. It's got like questions. And so where you're supposed to read and then fill in the questions. So, okay. Yeah. So go be sure to go check out her podcast and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you guys want to check out my website, it's thestrangersessions.com. That's where you can contact me. Um, Yeah, and I'll see you guys next week. And and no, yeah, or on Sunday, depending. Whatever. I got (laughs) such a confusing schedule right now, Gracie. You don't even know. Anyways, (laughs) um, and Gracie, you post on Thursdays, right? I do post on Thursdays. All right. So, yeah, thank you for listening. Live differently and peace out. Bye, guys.